Talk Back Matters from the Salvos. In Alice Springs, there's a centre where you can go where for 50 cents you can buy all the food and drink you can eat for the day. Michael explains the work he's doing there for the Salvos. The Salvation Army here in Alice Springs is a place where many people come from lots of communities into Alice Springs for many reasons and there's not anywhere really safe for them to go and to have things to do each day. There's no other setup like this that they can go to? No, not, not for somewhere. There's places for them to go to get things, but there's nowhere for them just to come and belong to. Yeah, wow. And we, we, we want to form a, a, a community where everybody belongs to and feels safe to come and be a part of. And they actually own this community. We just kind of got it in our hands. We're the middlemen. Here in Alice Springs, we offer a place for people just to have some tucker if they come in in the morning as there's some free food or you pay 50 cents and that's your total cost for the day and you can eat as much toast and condiments as you want and there's um, plenty of tea and coffee and there's other foods we have donated which they can heat up. They can also bring their own food in to cook. We have cooking facilities here and um, so when the, when the tummy's full they can start to relax and watch some movies sometimes. Um, there's a big table where a lot of women sit around and do their painting, which then they take off and, and sell to raise funds for themselves. Great. There's places for people to sleep. Um, we have the internet available for many people to use. Um, there's washing machines here to wash your clothes, showers to come and have a shower, toilets. Um, there's musical instruments, guitars on on standby for people to play guitar. Really? We have a shed here. Yeah, we have a shed to do woodwork and carpentry, and if people want to do that. Who would come in the most? What demographic? What kind of person? Yeah, well, it's, it's predominantly Aboriginal, so probably the average people that come in every day. There's about 70 that would come in. Some days it peaks up into the low hundreds, which come in. and um, But it'd be middle-aged Aboriginal people, and um, most of these people have nowhere to live, nowhere to call home. They'll, they'll sleep rough. Um, and then so they they really do use the facilities for the washing and the showering and, and the food and just somewhere to be comfortable wow. um, out of the 40 degree heats and they can just just be at peace and just relax and not have any uh, external pressures put on them from there. And what an opportunity to just to just show love to them, you know? That's that's the main thing. Like you know, it's it's great to walk out of your office and under the the, the um, shade shaded areas and just sit down and have a cup of coffee and talk and and just acknowledge the people that are there. Um, at the moment, we've got about 140 members of the waterhole, and of that, almost 60% are regular attenders of our church now. Um, so we actually see these people now up to six days a week, so you get to know them very well. And um, But they also disappear for, for months on end when they go back to their home communities and go back out bush. But they talk about the waterhole out there, then their friends come in when they're in town, they come and visit, and um, we get to know them as well. It's really good when we go out bush to the communities and actually see people out there that know us from in town. So it's a common face, and the relationships can, can continue on outside. How big are those communities? Oh, those communities can range from 150 people up to, you know, probably 1,000. But probably the average ones in the low in the low hundreds, probably two three hundred. What are they struggling with? Uh, you said that a lot of them were they didn't have somewhere to live. Uh, is yep. that the main struggle they have? Yeah, well, a lot of the, probably I'd say 80% of the community that we deal with here, Alice Springs isn't home, and they come from the outlying communities, and we're talking from the South Australian border of Northern, Northern Territory right up to Tennant Creek, and that's the conference of the circle. Wow. They come into Alice Springs, we're the central hub for the medical reasons, so a lot of people come in for, for medical, and it might be the father comes in, but the mother and the kids come as well. So there'll be accommodation for the, the patient, but not for anybody else. So unless they have friends or family somewhere to stay, they've got to we're trying to help with accommodation, but a lot of them sleep rough Yeah. Um, because there's just nowhere to come. What about 
Alcohol, is that a big problem where you are? Um, alcohol is a big problem. It's a big problem everywhere. Um, I think it has a, there's a bit of a misconception amongst the community here and, and probably from outside of Alice Springs, the people looking in, that I, I will agree that there are people that consume too much alcohol, but there's a large and a vast number of Aboriginal people that don't drink at all. But um, it's the ones that are seen and causing the disruption, disrupt the community, um, put the bad name out there for everybody else. But um, you know, just because people see people gathered under a tree in a park in the shade, they think they're drinking. Well, a lot of the Aboriginal people don't go to a cafe for coffee like you or I do, but they sit under a tree and have community under the tree and maybe you know, sharing food and breaking bread together. Yeah. And it's just this misconception of what actually is happening under that tree. You mentioned that there were prisoners that come to the centre as well? Yes, we, um, we're working very, very closely with the correctional services and um, there's, there's a program called Sentence to a Job where um, minimum risk prisoners are released on day release and they come and um, work at various organisations around town. We have up to six of those people working for us or volunteering for us. So they come in and they form a very big part of our waterhole and it's, they, they come with something that we don't have and that's the language and they are connected to the culture because they're Aboriginal people. So they actually can be like a middleman for us and break down um, language barriers and yeah. just being able to, to diffuse a lot of issues. And um, they really, really enjoy coming in and being a part of this community and they're, they're treated like all of our staff are. Like They come to our Christmas parties, they come to any functions, they're involved with training and um, they're very much a, a very, very, very sort of after um, commodity for us, that's for sure. And what do they do when they come? Um, we have some that are just uh, are cleaners. We have some that work in our thrift shops, sorting clothes and doing going out and picking up and donations and, and delivering goods that are sold. We have one guy that goes across all of our sites. He's our gardener. And we have another one that's kind of front of house in our waterhole. So he's at, at, right at the front counter and... Um, and just talking with people and making sure it's running properly and keeping the everybody in line and making sure they're doing what's meant to be done. So it's, it's quite a mix. We would definitely offer some of these people you know, employment if we have positions available and they're released because of their work ethic and um, the way they fit in. Currently we have one person that's drawing a wage from us because he's taking the cleaner's position, so half of his time while he's here, he's paid for that. That goes into an account at the prison and upon his release then he'll have money in the bank to um, help set himself up when he's released. So you must be seeing lives really being turned around, eh? Yes. The, the thing that we're really pleased about is the men are actually taking the lead role. We actually have more men than women now on our Aboriginal side, which is, which is really good. And they're actually starting to realise that they're the ones that need to set the standard for that family, that if they're committed to God and can do the right thing, the rest of the family gets in behind and follows them. So... We're working on building a community here where people can belong, believe and become. So they can belong to a community, they can believe in Christ and then they can become what Christ wants them to be. That's Michael from the Salvos Alice Springs. If you'd like to know if there's a Salvo Centre near you like this, contact us via our website, salvos.org.au forward slash radio. Light and life.